Welcome to the University Club podcast. My name is Patrick Zorro. Today's podcast is entitled Portfolio Management and Banking. I have known uh, Marcia Banks for several years. She uh, and I worked on implementing several working groups aimed at a better understanding of issues facing bankers. Marcia is the Deputy Director at the I. ACPM. She's a Warden graduate and has worked in banking for the past 30 years. I have come to partner with Marcia as she's both knowledgeable and quite experienced. So Marcia, why Warden, why banking, and why the IACPM? Okay, well, let me uh, let me start maybe in... Uh in reverse order on that uh, and talk a bit about uh, the ICPM and my current role and then maybe talk a little bit about how that came to be. Um, Patrick, as you mentioned, I'm the the deputy director uh, of the International Association of Credit Portfolio Managers, uh, the IACPM, a position I've held for about the last uh, 10 years. Uh, and uh, IACPM is a nonprofit industry association uh, which is focused on promoting the discipline of credit risk and credit portfolio management. Um, before that, my experience includes uh, practitioner experience um, and credit portfolio management at uh, a large banking firm and also a number of years in loan syndications. Uh, that's a career path that uh, I got into by virtue of uh, uh, the educational uh, aspects that you point out. Uh, I, uh, uh, I did my undergraduate work actually at Georgetown University at the School of Foreign Service and worked for uh, several years for the United States government, the Treasury Department, uh, in finance covering markets, uh, in something called the market room, covering markets, uh, how the Treasury securities were trading and providing briefing material to uh, senior treasury officials. Uh, And out of that came an interest in pursuing uh, business uh, in a more uh, stringent way and and learning more about how the markets worked, how how credit worked, how economics worked. Uh, And uh, that led me to Wharton for a couple of years to do uh, my business work. Uh, And while there, uh, there were certainly interesting things going on in banking Uh, with expansion of uh, what banks were doing in a range of uh, different parts of businesses, development of uh, capabilities in markets uh, uh, and making securities liquid in markets that banks were undertaking. And those things were very interesting to me and led me to uh, my first job in banking outside of Wharton. Uh, I would say that uh, uh, there's been an enormous amount of transition uh, in all aspects of uh, financial services and banking during that period of time. Uh, and in many ways, uh, the, the, the comments that I made about what I'm doing right now are, are, are uh, you know, a case study in that uh, because credit portfolio management itself uh, and risk management is a, is a very vibrant and evolving part of financial services. Uh, so uh, um, ongoing change and ongoing willingness to be involved in change and interest in uh, in change and in new lines of business, I think, is, has been a continuing theme during that whole period of time in, in financial services, for me at least. So um, I guess uh, if someone wants to look at uh, banking uh, right now and you're a graduate student and you, you're interested in, 
what what would you say what uh what would you say to that person and and maybe you could comment on some of the shift you're seeing in the financial services industry and banking specifically and, and how it could impact the workforce Sure. Uh, I'll give a, a couple of perspectives on that. Uh, one, uh, uh, industry, uh, some general industry comments, and then secondly, maybe a couple of specific comments, since my vantage point really is, uh, at this point specifically, uh, risk management and, and credit risk management. Uh, but I think it is, uh, it, it's not an exaggeration to say that uh, banking and financial services more generally are, are really undergoing a transformation at the moment. Uh, post the financial crisis of, of 2007. Uh, and uh, we're, we're still living through in a number of ways, even though we're a number of years past it, we're still living through in financial services in a number of ways, the, the aftermath of the credit crisis. Um, business models uh, for banking are changing. Uh, and against that backdrop, things that are integral in banking, like risk management uh, frameworks, the assessment of risk, uh, understanding uh, the changes that are happening and assessing how those things will affect uh, banking institutions are all uh, are all changing. The regulatory environment, uh, which is a topic that, <laughs> that requires a, a fair amount of time to go through specifics of, but the regulatory environment uh, continues to change and, and markets are changing. So as a result of that, for, for banking and for financial services, there are a range of new constraints, additional constraints, and new opportunities uh, that, are, that are coming out of that. Uh, and uh, at least from my specific vantage point on the uh, portfolio management, risk management, credit risk management, uh, I think many of these things highlight the expanding role of risk management uh, and credit portfolio management and the evolution of those things uh, within banking firms and, and in the industry more generally in a number of ways. Okay. And the, um, when you say risk management, and you also mentioned credit portfolio management, maybe now is the time to, uh, to breach a little bit that topic. You know, what is credit portfolio management as opposed to risk management or in coordination with risk management? Sure. Um, credit portfolio management, and maybe I'll start looking back, uh, looking back to, the, uh, to the early days. The early days, quote-unquote, which in the case of credit portfolio management as a function, um, you know, probably dates to the early 2000s. Uh, the, the, the goal of the discipline uh, and the function of credit portfolio management really is to measure and manage credit risk uh, more effectively to improve the risk return of the credit or, uh, in banking, the, the loan portfolio primarily. Uh, and um, uh, it is a function that's all about uh, appropriate return on the risk. And for banking institutions, the measurement of risk, the ability to measure risk more effectively, the currency for doing that is capital. Uh, and capital, the, the ability to understand, measure, define capital metrics in ways that, uh, that make sense for the firm and against which the firm can look at the, uh, the returns on the opportunities that it's, uh, that it's confronting. 
uh, and credit portfolio management as a function to look at this at the portfolio level uh, really became a function in, in many institutions uh, and it's been a growing number of institutions, but at many institutions at the uh, the, the early 2000s. Um, you know, I guess I would say this may sound strange as it's, you know, a longstanding ability of banks uh, to judge credit, make loans, measure risk. Um, but it really was new for financial institutions at that period of time to be able to do that on a portfolio basis, to look at the aggregate of the risks that are included in the the lending portfolio for banks and be able to assess where the risk is coming from on a a portfolio basis of where are concentrations, what's diversifying, where are the risks, uh, and be able to to assess that for the firm. It's quite interesting because a lot of uh, what is being taught right now at the graduate level in terms of portfolio management and uh, related topics have a lot to do with you know on the equity side equity side really um i don't hear too much talk about capital and yet that's the most important uh things that you deal with uh as a bank um so i think it's interesting that you bring that that perspective uh that uh, shows that uh, well there are several type of portfolio managements uh, and this one in particular and you mentioned that there's a lot of um, the regulatory aspect. Maybe you could quickly, because we could, you know, talk at some later podcast in terms of actual regulatory work. But what's going on right now in terms of regulations and how it, as a portfolio manager of a portfolio manager of, of loans, um, you know, how is that impacting you? Sure. Um... Uh, I think the the transformation uh, that's going on right now in a lot of ways uh, dates to some of the stresses coming out of the financial crisis of 2007, the collapse of the mortgage market, subprime mortgages, the failure, near failure of a number of financial institutions, uh, which clearly demonstrated to uh, financial, to regulators of banks, to financial institutions themselves and, and to the world that capital levels at banking financial institutions were too low, and and, uh, there were stresses that came about in liquidity uh, for financial institutions uh, that the the regulators, the global banking regulators, have uh, assessed uh, as as an important risk to try to address. Uh, And I think the the challenge that we're seeing in uh, financial services right now um, remains sort of how those things are captured in the framework uh, for banks, a regulated industry going forward globally. Um, after the financial crisis, the global rank banking regulators um, uh, under the auspices of the, the Basel Committee on Banking Supervision uh, have been promulgating a, a new capital framework uh, and liquidity framework for banks, the so-called Basel III a set of rules that have been coming out are in the process of being implemented, are still being uh, discussed in a number of ways for, for what is appropriate for banks. Uh, those regulations are requiring uh, significantly higher capital and liquidity uh, at banking financial institutions. And there are other overlays as well from a regulatory standpoint coming from uh, legislation, for example, things like the Dodd-Frank Act and the Volcker Rule, 
uh, here in the U.S. or imposing their own requirements on firms operating in the U.S. and have changed and and limited uh, some of the risk-taking businesses uh, that banks are doing. Uh, Guidance on leveraged lending, uh, the the lending um, uh, to, uh, to firms that have higher leverage. Uh, and uh, expectations around what what banks will or won't do in that part of the marketplace. Changes in accounting rules uh, would be, you know, kind of another overlay to this because there are changes coming uh, both from the the international regulator, IFRS uh, 9, and also here within the the U.S. uh, with CECL, the current expected credit loss, that are changing how banks will have to assess um, expected credit losses looking forward. All of those things for banks uh, tie into the regulatory and, uh, on the accounting side, provisions, the the reserves that banks will have to keep in place. And it changes in an environment where the goal is to manage effective risk return for the institution. Uh, the, The higher quantification of the capital part of it clearly changes uh, that dynamic materially. Uh, And that is something that risk management, that credit portfolio management in particular, uh, is is having to address Hmm. uh, as a function. It looks at what – go ahead, Patrick. No, no, that's fine. Uh, I wanted to finish your thought. But, uh, yeah, so essentially um, there are – there are issues facing uh, the banks right now, coming from a regulatory point of view, and we hear a lot out there in the market and from Washington that changes are afoot. Uh, we can only hope that, uh, and then we should monitor those pretty quickly to see how, you know, banks uh, are monitoring those uh, those events. Now, um, if if someone is looking to enter the world of banking. What, what have you? What are the, some of the changes that you've seen over the past thirty years in terms of who gets hired and the type of profile that the ones uh, uh, looks for in a candidate? You know, advice sure. that you would have to offer. Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me do a couple things because I think one, it's important to uh, to describe the the now scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, since we're uh, since we're living through the transformation. And then happy to address uh, some specifics that, that I've seen personally and, um, you know, people that I've worked with and, and, and sort of how that, that comes to being. But I got to say, I'm, I'm personally excited about the, the situation that exists, the, you know, the, the, the opportunities that exist uh, in banking, in risk management, credit portfolio management as it's evolving. Because I think the, the extension of uh, some of the regulatory constraints and things that exist, things that are causing some of the changes uh, and opportunities um, in, in how banks are addressing these issues uh, are, in fact, transforming the discipline of credit risk and credit portfolio management. I think, you know, from my, certainly from my current vantage point at an industry association, uh, which has, you know, 90-plus financial institutions who are members, uh, I had the opportunity to see how firms are adjusting, adapting, uh, changing themselves to, to be able to address the current environment. And in many ways, for credit portfolio management, I think that means an expansion of the responsibility. 
Um, I think from uh, from my current vantage point, I see a number of firms that are establishing a function that I'll call enterprise risk management. It gets called different things according to the institution. But the, the goal is really to have a function that links some of the, the risk management and risk management assessment across the firm. And that's a new um, a new way of, of having to look at things, linking capital, linking liquidity, uh, linking asset, uh, the, the assessment of assets, risk of assets across those assets. Large banks obviously have uh, many different kinds of risk uh, from large corporate to consumer and retail, uh, small businesses. There's, there's increasing impetus in the current environment to be able to assess those things on a bigger portfolio level. Uh, across the firm, uh, and the requirements that are coming about in uh, in large banks and and uh, banking institutions as a result of that, I think, are many, because all banks are trying to to do those things more effectively and address them more effectively. Uh, so, for those who are thinking about careers in banking, um, thought process around uh, the the measurement of risk, the capital approaches that are being uh, put in place, and then the ability to link. Uh, assessments of risk across the firms uh, are areas where financial institutions are are continuing to do a lot of work. Uh, in addition to that, I would say you know, there's uh, there, there's power in the in the data. So some of the things that are happening in the industry around data science uh, and understanding of uh, of data to be able to uh, to deal with it more effectively, understand the implications of it more effectively. Uh, are part and parcel of expanding, um, expanding the understanding and expanding the ways that that risk management and and business business origination is addressed within firms. Uh, I would also say that from a credit portfolio management standpoint and a risk standpoint, um, you know things like how capital gets allocated, the measurement of capital and how and where it gets allocated to drive lines of business forward. Uh, are things that firms are giving continuing uh, thought to, uh, and expansion into the understanding of the what can go wrong part, things like stress testing, what happens if uh, crude oil prices drop below 50 or 40 or you know, 30, or, you know, what, what happens to the portfolio, what happens not just to loans that are made within the risk sector, but suppliers to energy providers, uh, how do those things, you know, how do those things um, how do those things work if there's a downside scenario and what, what is the firm positioned appropriately to do that? I think those are all areas where, um, at least from the, the standpoint of the industry standpoint, we see expansion and I personally see expansion and um, expansion and opportunity. What about um, uh, compliance? I mean, do you see... Uh... Oh, compliance is yeah, compliance is huge, uh, and uh, and thank you for bringing that up. Um, you know, certainly, I think one of the other um, you know one of the other areas that is uh, of course important important from a, a longstanding standpoint, uh, given the fact that uh, banks in particular are, are often uh, entities which work very closely with clients and have. Um, information from those clients, uh, compliance around how that information gets used and, and rules and specific frameworks uh, that, that drive that have long have had longstanding roots in, in banking financial institutions. 
certainly with uh, expansion of, uh, of some of the, the regulations um, and uh, um, the, the things that are continuing to change about the regulatory environment, how those things are implemented, compliance, diligence around compliance um, are, are highly important uh, in, within financial institutions and also an area where uh, there's, there's clearly expansion of, res- of responsibility, expansion of, uh, uh, expansion of jobs. Um, CPM or IACPM, what, what does it, uh, how does it help? Uh, maybe you could talk a bit about uh, how that helps banks and what is the purpose of the uh, AICPM? Uh, of course. I, the, the International Association of Credit Portfolio Managers uh, is a nonprofit industry association, and our goal really is to promote the discipline of credit risk measurement and credit risk management. So uh, against that backdrop, we do a number of meetings for members. We have over 90 financial firms globally who are members of the International Association of Credit Portfolio Managers, the IACPM. Uh, And in addition to that, we do a number of specific things uh, that are benchmarking or surveying um, activities related to credit risk and credit portfolio management. So things like the architecture of risk within a firm, uh, a survey, a benchmarking survey on risk appetite frameworks, how are banking institutions defining uh, a risk framework for how much risk they want to take on within the firm? And then how is that being um, cascaded down to specific levels within lines of business, within geographies, within specific decision-making in the firm? Uh, Benchmarking on how credit portfolio management, the function that, uh, that we've been spending some time talking about here, how it's organized within the firm. Are there, uh, what are the common practices in functions uh, and the types of assets covered, uh, and how are those things evolving within the firm? Uh, we also uh, have, given the current discussion on regulation that we've just had, uh, the ICPM also serves as an advocate on behalf of our membership with regulators and other supervisory bodies on some of the things that are being uh, implemented from a regulatory standpoint to uh, to address questions, questions and concerns, and, and to make comment during uh, comment periods for those regulations. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was uh, party to that at, at some point in, in in the past. I recall that uh, for those that I may not be familiar with this, you know, when the Fed or the government bodies uh, want to come up with new regulations, they put out white papers to banks and uh, they ask them, you know, what what do you think? And and I guess. Uh, a great use of the uh, AICPM um, is that uh, you're able to gather the thoughts of many bankers and then provide those thoughts to the regulators and explain to them why you think it works or it doesn't work, as opposed to having, you know, 20 different letters from 20 different bankers. You have them all combined together and where you explain to the regulators that, well, you know, this doesn't really work for banks or this works for banks, or at least engage in a discussion, which often are driven by your political, uh, you know, impediments, uh, which uh, tends sometimes to uh, confuse the issue. But uh, I think you, you, you know, do a pretty good job in, in, in streamlining the thoughts of the bankers 
as opposed to them saying, I just don't like it. You just have to explain <laughs> what. Uh, and, and, and we also worked in the past together when uh, we brought up new topics, uh, for example, you know, credit insurance. Um, I mean, to this day, not many, uh, and it's probably, it's not even really breached in courses that I teach in terms of credit insurance uh, or risk management. That is also an area of growth that uh, people should be aware of. Well, I think that's. I think that's certainly. Uh, I think that's certainly right. I mean, first on the, the the linkage with regulation, I think one of the benefits of an industry association for our uh, membership is certainly to to be able to represent the industry uh, in the aggregate. Our membership in the aggregate uh, as a uh, um, you know a neutral ground representing multiple viewpoints on a. Uh, with a, a, a consistent comment on specific issues. And I think the regulators, we've been very, very uh, interested and successful in having dialogues with regulators uh, to, to be able to uh, promote understanding of where there might be differences and where uh, some of the issues may be between regulation and, and industry. Uh, I think, um, Patrick, to your other point on, uh, on markets, I think, um, you know, certainly that is, a key part as well of risk management within uh, many institutions. I, we focused a bit in, in uh, the discussion so far on some of the, what I'll call the front end, you know, what happens at the origination, the risk appetite assessment. Uh, is it appropriate to come in to the institution from a portfolio basis at point of origination? But it's also certainly true that one of the drivers for uh, credit portfolio management as a discipline and it continues to be true today, even though markets have continued to evolve, uh, is also the advent of market tools to be able to, to do that. So some of the more traditional things like um, loan syndications and loan sales and trading to be able to actually sell or purchase uh, particular uh, credit assets, loan credit assets in markets and uh, understand the value of those things, the pricing of those things in the market uh, credit default swaps, um, you know, I, evolved over time, and certainly the market has uh, has changed uh, today. But um, you know, certainly the ability to to manage or hedge in that fashion, securitization, and then as you point out, the evolving interest in insurance as a potential topic as well to be able to mitigate certain risks from a portfolio standpoint. And as a firm and as a portfolio manager. Um, ideally, you're looking at the the full range. I mean, what what you know, what 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 and how things get originated at the firm uh, with a framework, uh, and also uh, what tools are available to be able to manage. If your risk perspective changes, um, you know, we're uh, risk risk isn't static. We're watching it every minute of every day to have a forward looking view on what what uh, we think the outlook for it is. So, uh, Marcia, yeah, this was a very good introductory um, discussion on this topic. Uh, do you have um, – what is uh, the, the, your, the website for, for the organization in case uh, individuals might want to find their way uh, in? Sure. Uh, the, the website for the ICPM is www.iacpm.org. Uh, and I'd highlight for those who are looking for background information on things like balancing the advent of current regulatory constraints, the evolving role of credit portfolio management, we do have a number of white papers that are there uh, that could be briefing materials either on the industry or certainly background, good background information for those who might be thinking about careers in, in banking. 
Um, I think, you know, they, they will highlight, as I, as I think we have in the podcast as well, uh, the, the ongoing change. I mean, change is a constant here. So innovation uh, and, uh, and thought process around forward changes and, and what banks are doing, um, you know, clearly, uh, clearly, I think, create opportunities for those who are looking at and thinking about financial services and banking specifically. Great. Okay, so uh, Marcia, I wanted to thank you very much for your time. Uh, you're in Chicago, and it's uh, actually one hour before. Um, I'm in, I'm in uh, Pennsylvania right now, so um, I will let you go. And I want to thank you very much for your time, and hopefully uh, we could uh, delve into uh, more um, to different topics at uh, a future date. Um, Thank you very much, Patrick. Thank you. My pleasure. Okay.